Hey mama, it's time for some Hot Mess Mama Club chit chat. Today, I'm telling you a hot mess story involving 500 pieces of plastic, peeing behind a building, and a limo ride. You don't wanna miss this mess. Okay, okay, enough housekeeping. I told you on the last episode that I was struggling with writer's block and being able to tell stories in writing. So here I am, airing all of my messiness. My first story is, surprise, another hot mess. Several months ago, Q Monster and I were driving home and we passed this white stretch Hummer limo. And he was so excited about it. He begged me to turn around and take him to see it again. So I did. And when I did that, I started thinking, This would be the most fun birthday if I rented a stretch Hummer for him and took him and his friends around. And since his birthday is December 23rd, right around Christmas, what would be better than renting a limo and driving around to look at Christmas lights? That would be so much fun. So that's what I did. I rented a stretch Hummer and on December 23rd, his friends and us and all of our friends gathered in this limo and we drove around and looked at lights. It sounds like it should be a great time and that that was it, period, end. We had a great time riding around in a limo, but that's not it. Because nothing that I do in my life can be normal, average, typical, blah, boring. No, instead, it's always a hot mess and there's always messiness to the story. So, of course, this story has a lot of messes. I decided early on that I would leave this as a surprise party for Quinn. I had invited his friends to come over to our house eat pizza and cake, and then the limo would show up at our house, we would climb in, and that would be it. He would be so excited because this limo showed up. But then, as the day grew nearer and nearer, I realized my house is a mess, and I have zero time to get it clean. What was I going to do? Because in three days, people were coming to my house to eat food off of my dirty kitchen table. I was in a panic. So I called the place where I was getting the pizza and the cake from. They happened to be a restaurant right at the beginning of my neighborhood. And I asked them, can we please have a party there? I need to have a party for about 20 people, most of them being children. And I just need to eat cake and pizza. And then we're going to leave. It'll be quick, like an hour. She was like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Now, I should mention this restaurant is not just a restaurant. It's more of an adult restaurant. It's quaint. It's small. They want you to drink your wine and eat your pasta and then have this nice dessert. And it's just not really a birthday party place, especially not a seven-year-old's birthday party. But that's what we did. I texted all the moms and said, hey, change of plans. You got to meet us at the restaurant. You can't come to my house. It's a mess. So we're going to eat the pizza and the cake at the restaurant. The limo will pick us up there. We all met at the restaurant at like 3.30 in the afternoon, and we were going to be there for an hour. We were going to have cake and pizza and do the whole birthday party thing. So we're an equal mix of adults and kids. There's like 17 of us, and we're loud. Our kids are running around like crazy. Adults haven't seen each other in a while, so we're all loud and, you know, partaking in adult beverages and having a good time. And you could tell the restaurant was annoyed with us, but there was nobody really in there, so it didn't matter. So around 4.30, when the limo was due to pick us up, we start trying to get the kids to go to the bathroom and start winding the party down. And I get Quinn to look outside, and finally he notices the limo. 
And now at this point, it's like 4.30 on the dot. And the early bird dinner crowd has started to come into the restaurant. So it has filled up at this point. And Quinn runs around like crazy telling everybody to go look at the limo. Go look out the window and look at the limo. And he's telling like strangers at other tables. So I'm trying to usher him out. But in his excitement, he's like literally skipping, hopping, running, and touching every table telling them about this limo. So we get out in the parking lot and I convince him that we need to walk over and take a picture beside the limo. So as I walk over, I kind of winked at the driver and the driver really did a good job of playing around with me and keeping the surprise going. And we told Quinn that we just wanted to take a picture of him and let him look inside of it. So Quinn climbs inside and when he did, I told him that actually we were all getting in the limo and his friends were coming with us and we were going to look at Christmas lights. So he was super surprised and he loved the idea and everybody was so excited. So we all piled in the limo. There were 17 of us. We've got our coolers full of adult beverages and juice boxes and we're ready to hit the road. We corralled our crew into the limo and the kids are like super excited. You know, they've never been in a limo. They think this is so cool. The adults are getting settled in. We're trying to get juice boxes opened and we're trying to get adult beverages going and we're all just getting going. So the driver had mentioned that we could connect to the radio via Bluetooth. And before we even get literally three seconds down the road, we realize we can't figure out how to connect to the Bluetooth. So the driver has to pull over, get out of the front, walk around the back, climb in and get my phone connected to the music. So after a few minutes, we're finally, we're bumping, we got music going and now we're ready to go. So we start cruising towards the light show. Now, when I was planning this party, I had remembered that kids kind of get bored riding in the car, so we probably needed, like, an activity to do on the way to the lights to keep them entertained. So, I whipped out a 500-piece glow stick kit. It was the worst idea ever. 500 pieces of miscellaneous plastic connectors, green and pink and purple glow sticks, little things to make headbands, things to make glasses, there's connectors to make hats, there's all sorts of these glow stick things. 500 pieces are scattered from one end of a limo to the other. We've got kids that want a purple bracelet, we want a kid that wants a pink necklace, we want headphones, I mean earphones, we want a hat, no this kid wants an headband oh wait no I want a headband that looks like hers no hers is pink I want a green one yada 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 and we we kind of had done kids at one end and adults at the other so literally we are passing back 500 pieces of glow stick from one end of a limo to the other and it literally was the biggest mess ever it was the stupidest idea so here you go if you're getting in a limo don't take a 500 piece glow stick kit with you it's a terrible idea that was mess number two glow sticks scattered amongst this limo the light show is about 45 minutes away, so we've we've cruised on to the light show, and we get there, and we're, we're pulling in, and it's all great and wonderful, and there's all these Christmas lights, and we realize you can't really see them in a limo. Really, the windows in the limo are not that big, so unless you're sitting at the back doors, you really can't see the lights. It was a total bust. You really could not see the lights. The kids could have cared less. So we're driving through this, and now we've been in the, in the limo for about 45 to 50 minutes at this point. Plus, we just had eating and drinking going on for a prior hour to that. So it's been about two hours now. And about a quarter of the way through the light show, the, the infamous I have to pee starts. And it just becomes like a domino effect. From one end of the limo to the other, all you can hear about is 
go into the bathroom. So I text the driver and I tell him, hey, you know, the next opportunity we get to go to the bathroom, the entire, this entire bus has got to go. So you, you got to let us off and go to the bathroom. So we keep going. I, I didn't hear back from the driver. We keep going. Well, a few minutes later, we've got kids that are, they're doing the dance. They're, they're holding their crotches. They got to go. So one of the adults beats on the window and the driver and tells the driver, we've got to go to the bathroom. So the driver pulls over. Now we're, we're in this drive through light show, mind you, pulls over and tells us we can walk up a hill and pee behind a building. You heard me right. He says we can walk up a hill and squat. And at that point, it was desperation. We had to go. So I want you to imagine we're now in this stretch limo driving through this drive-through light show. We have now blocked the traffic and there are 17 kids and adults getting out of a limo and hiking up a hill in the dark. We get to the top. There's really, I mean, there's no privacy. So we're all just kind of standing around each other peeing. I'm squatting. Quinn's over here trying to pee on a building for the first time. My husband's going to the bathroom. We've got kids over here trying to pee. We've got dads helping little girls learn how to squat for the first time. I mean, it was a teetotal disaster. It was a total mess. But none of us peed on ourselves, and we all made it back down the hill without falling. And really, it was a successful moment. So we all get back in the limo, and we enjoy the last half of the light show. Well, what we could see of it. We had some more time left on our rental, so the driver tells us he's going to take us up to Vulcan and let us look at a light show. They do a really cool Christmas light show up there, and we had plenty of time to do that. So it's like, okay, cool, great. We're cruising along. Kids are starting to get tired. They've been cooped up in a car now for about two hours, and they're kind of getting antsy. They're kind of over the, the lights, and they're over the, the limo, and the newness is worn off, and they're kind of like, it's bedtime, and and you know... Oh, her, she's sitting too close to me. Oh, his feet are touching me. Yada, yada, yada. So at this point, it's kind of like, why did we have this thing this long? It's kind of not fun anymore. This is why birthday parties only last two hours at Chuck E. Cheese. Because kids can't hang for three and four hours for a party. But nonetheless, we, we troop on. And we pull up in our limo at Vulcan and... We see this, the statue and there's red and green lights and they're doing like a cool dis- a light display on the statue and it was really beautiful. And you would think that getting out of this limo would be like a nice couple having a romantic day or some mature adults. But no, instead I want you to picture a bunch of kids and adults literally falling on top of each other to get out of this limo. We've been cooped up too long and we've got to get out. We need to stretch our legs. We've got to go to the bathroom again. And we just need a minute out of these four walls. Literally, I think it looked like a clown car. And as many clowns as can fit in this little like Kia Rio, we're climbing out of that. Just picture it. So we start running up the hill towards Vulcan. When I say running, I mean running because we all have to pee again now for some crazy reason. We get to the top, and it's really eerily quiet at the top. We get up there where people are at, and they're all just standing there looking at the statue. They're not talking to each other. There are people in folding chairs, wrapped up in blankets, very obviously having a nice romantic date, 
the city. They're overlooking the city on one side. They've got this beautiful statue on the other. And what a romantic moment. There are couples that are like, you know, all arms around each other. And there's people taking beautiful photos. And then there's us. We got kids that are screaming, hollering, running, holding their crotches. We've got adults trying to chase these kids. We are loud. We are obnoxious. And we are breaking up date night like you've never seen. So we bust up into the, the, the monument, I guess. They have like a little store slash like visitor center. So we're in there. We're all going to the bathroom. We have taken over these bathrooms. We go to the bathroom. We come back out. And it, it takes a little while for 17 people to go to the bathroom. So it, it takes a minute. But we all kind of congregate back out into the visitor center. And when we walk out of there, we realize, hmm, we cleared this place out. That's right. When we came out of there, all those people who were sitting in their folding chairs and having their nice, warm, embracing hugs, they're not there. We killed the mood for them. We ran them off. So we essentially had the whole place to ourselves for a little bit. And it was kind of fun. We all got to take some pictures and run around like crazy. And then we climbed back in the limo and we headed home. The rest of the ride was pretty mess free. Except for at one point, the very last cherry on top was when I look at Q and I said, Hey, buddy, wasn't this party so much fun? You know, I'm expecting some grand answer like, Oh, mom, this was so much fun. You're the best mom ever. Thank you so much. Instead, I get this confused look and he said, This was my party? They're not going to take us to pump it up? You guys, It was like a tack just popped my balloon. My mother of the year party planning high just got brought right back down to reality. Y'all, he did not appreciate what I thought was the coolest party ever. No, instead, he wanted to go to Pump It Up and have a run-of-the-mill, out-of-the-box, plain-as-Jane, pump-it-up party. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with pumping up parties. That's where we had his party last year. But, dude, I thought I had gone above and beyond to make this party something so cool, something that none of his friends had done before. And instead, he wants the usual pump it up party. So, that's pretty much the end of the story. That's all the messes. As a mom who once considered herself a pro party planner, I should give you hot mess mamas a few tips in party planning. Number one, do not ever attempt a home party. There is a reason you can rent venues, and it is so that you don't have to display your mess to your children's friends. You don't have to mop. You don't have to do dishes. You don't have to dust. Just rent the venue. You will save yourself so much time and so much stress. Number two. A 500-piece glow stick kit is never a good idea. Your party will never need connectors and glow sticks and 500 pieces of plastic strewn amongst the party, I promise you. Tip number three. If you're going to take some children in a limo, be sure your route includes plenty of bathroom stops. And my final tip is just, just don't even try to be one of these Pinterest moms. Just do not even remotely feel bad about calling Chuck E. Cheese, pump it up, or whatever, and having a two-hour out-of-the-box party. 
Because whether you have spent $800 throwing what you think is the most epic, uniquely themed party ever, or whether you called Chuck E. Cheese and rented out a table for an hour, your kid does not care. Nope, they don't care about the theme and they don't care about the money. They care about the gifts, the cake, and their friends. So do not stress yourself out. Go the easy route. Because at the end of the day, little Johnny and Susie are going to love the party regardless. So I hope you've had a few laughs and maybe you've even learned from my mistakes today. On our next episode, we're doing our first 30 on the 30th with mom. And you guys are going to be kind of surprised at who our first mom is. So I hope you will tune in next week on the 30th and hear our first mom interview.